0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Child of the Library podcast where we discover the words on our shelves and in our hearts. I'm afraid today we won't start with books but with another hobby of my husband and mine. But I promise you, we will come back to the books very shortly. All my frequent listeners know that my husband and I play a lot of video games and some of them we play together in co-op mode. So for example, well most of them are nintendo titles with for example games from the super mario world Sometimes we also play together in the sense that he plays and I am the lookout for hiding opponents and I help with riddles or occasionally I also ride a horse from place A to place B. And sometimes I'm also not really super interested in the game and I read or do podcast stuff while he plays, that also happens sometimes. However, every once in a while a game comes along that he chooses to play Because I am who I am and he caters his video game choice specifically to me. And the latest game of that genre was Alan Wake by Remedy Games, which was originally released in 2010, but recently got a remaster in 2021. So that it is possible for us to play it on the current consoles and get better graphics than in 2010. (laughs) That's also a big plus point. He specifically chose the game because it is a psychological thriller story of the very successful author called Alan Wake, who has had great success with his latest book. And he and his wife come to the small town of Bright Falls to relax and have a nice holiday, and also to potentially counteract Alan's developing writer's block. However, when his wife vanishes shortly after they had gone to their holiday home for the first time and Alan wakes up in darkness and realizes that the area around Bright Falls is haunted by possessed people, he starts to make his way through the dark on the quest to find his wife. Sounds pretty cool, right? I can definitely recommend that game. It had a very strong narrative voice and you could really see that the game had literature in mind when it was created. So for everyone out there who might think, oh, maybe this is too scary for me, it was definitely not too scary. So also good for people like me. And even though it had its lengths in the middle, my husband and I absolutely enjoyed the experience of playing it together. I will not go into too much details about what happens along the way or anything in the plot part from the basic start, but one thing that I have to mention for this episode, and I'm sorry there's like minimal spoilers ahead, is that the last scene has an open ending. And while I have not seen this being done in games too often, it fit the vibe of the game perfectly. And my husband and I looked at each other and thought that this would make a great next podcast episode so today we talk about books with open endings in inspiration from our recent playthrough of alan wake by remedy games i just love it when my husbands and my hobbies blend together a little bit so the first example of a book with an open ending yeah we have to start very early and we need to go back to my teenage years because i want to start with a book that maybe No one really expected on this list, to be honest. (laughs) And that is Twilight by Stephanie Meyer. This might come as a surprise to some people that this really is the first book that I want to talk about, but I need to tell you a little story in order to give you a bit of context so back when i read twilight i read it in german back then because we are in the year 2007 or so and i was a young teenager and back then german translations of famous english books were a little behind and the internet back then was not the biggest thing because you did not watch book related videos all the time and you did not have a smartphone just imagine that so my best friend whom i read the first twilight book with and i did not know that there were other books in the series we basically thought that it would be over after book one i think at this point Everyone basically knows what Twilight is, so I will not go into detail about the plot, but when we read the last few sentences of book one, and I, I think I can spoiler this one, right? I mean, if you have not read Twilight by now, I'm pretty sure you won't read it eventually. And for good reason, because the book is problematic on so many levels, but I digress. So in the last few sentences, Edward, the main vampire dude, lowers his lips to his crush Bella's neck and the book ends on Bella's thought embracing to be bitten. But you never know whether it actually happened because Edward said before that he actually did not want to do it and I can remember what discussion erupted from this ending among my friend and me and also our other friends who read the book a little later on until we found out that there were more books and the open ending was not so open anymore. But for the time being, it was a pretty big deal. So now for the second book, we jump a little into the present day and particularly to last month where I read If We Were Villains by M.L. Rio. I could not and I will not shut up about this book because I loved it so much. It is a crime novel with William Shakespeare's work at its core and if you want a bit more info on the synopsis check out my last episode number 22 because there I will go into a bit more detail about that. As I said, I won't shut up about this book, but if you do not want to hear anything about the ending, then maybe skip a minute or so. When I read this book, I really developed a strong bond with at least some of the characters through their development. So I really felt all the feelings with them and was happy at the possibilities that the open ending offered. So basically the main character went through so much in finding his identity, finding his place in this group of very talented young people, discovering his sexuality and hidden love and seeing what the open ending would do to potentially give him his happy end or not was very satisfying to me and I didn't mind the actual outcome was left open. When I think of books recently, this It really didn't bother me. I don't know why, but I was super, super satisfied, probably because everything that happened so far in the book went so much up and down on a roller coaster. And I was just happy that at least it could end on this. Yeah, it could have happened. It could also not have happened, but I always imagine that it happened. So that's fine by me. And now, going back in time again for the third book, but just a few years, when we talk about Champion by Marie Lu. This was shortly after I finished university and I really got back into reading. I found Marie Lu's legend series and I binged the entire trilogy because I really, really love her writing style and how she builds her worlds. In this trilogy, we follow two main characters in a totally state. We have June Paris, who is the prodigy of the most prestigious military academy. But after the murder of her older brother, she starts to investigate and sees the state more and more for what it really is. And we also have Daniel Wing with his nickname Day, who comes from the lower class of the state and has been scrambling by in the underground. And through circumstances, the two meet, help each other out and go on a quest together to find out more about the state that has so much control over their and everyone's lives. This series really made me fall in love with Marie Lu's world building and writing. And I also fell in love with the characters and felt so much for them and the hardships that they faced in these three books. And yes, I was and still am a huge shipper of June and day together. Sometimes you just want the romance to happen, okay? (laughs) You just want it. And now is the part where you should skip in case you want to read the series still. Because towards the end, one of the most heartbreaking things is that Day suffers from extreme memory loss towards the end of the book so June and he reach their ultimate goal they get a chance to shape the state in a way that they will hopefully make it prosper but Day does not remember anything about them so after a few months or is it years I think it's even years their paths cross again and when he sees her again he has the feeling that he knows her better than he can remember and he wants to get to know her again and This was a tiny bit frustrating when reading it. I'm not gonna lie, because I wanted the fluffy happy end after you went through so much with these characters. (sighs) But oh well. You got a sort of open end. And yes, of course, I imagined a happy end for my characters. I'm that sort of person, as I already said. (sighs) Yeah, (laughs) stressful times. But I will leave it at this. For now, this was so much fun to go through my Goodreads and see which books actually had open endings. To be honest, it weren't as many as I had hoped. Turns out, I often leave a book with the feeling of an open ending just because I want more of the story, but actually the book is not open-ended in the strict sense. But nonetheless, these were just three examples of my list, so let me know if a part two would be something you would like to hear. Just drop me a direct message on Instagram at Child of the Library, comment below the Instagram post correlating with this episode, or write me an email, child of the library at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. And until next time, I hope that we discover the words on our shelves and in our hearts. Bye!